Well, Dr. Mendy Gantrow is with us live via telephone, and I say that with a sound of nostalgia in my voice because uh, for a long period of time during my 35-year career, um, Dr. Gantrow was a regular guest of ours here at JM in the AM, and we've had some amazingly wonderful encounters over the years, and... Um, it's wonderful to reunite on this forum. He is the former president of the OU. He has a brand new book out there, and, I, and I'm going to do justice to his. I don't always read the entire bio, but in this case, for Dr. Gantra, I'm going to so you understand his background and uh, and some of the things he's done in his amazing career. He is um, a retired colorectal surgeon. He is a former associate clinical professor of surgery at the New York Medical College and has authored 19 surgical papers. A graduate of Yeshiva University. During the Vietnam War, he served as a U.S. Army combat surgeon and volunteer chaplain. He achieved the rank of major, was awarded the Army Commendation Medal. He's published four previous books, including his autobiography, Journey Through the Minefields from Vietnam to Washington, an Orthodox Surgeon's Odyssey. Plus, he has three um, uh, anthologies on Jewish celebrations. Uh, we did a big, big interview uh, when he wrote the one on marriage. He has one on the bris milah and bar mitzvah as well. And uh, he is with us live via telephone to celebrate the release of a brand new book. Dr. Mendy Gantra, a Shana Tovat to you, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, and a Gamachatima Tovat to you, your family, and all your listeners. I, I greatly appreciate it. It's wonderful to speak to you again. You've written a book, um, in, a, in a new book, while uh, th- that you were. Uh, let me put it this way. <laughs> you, you've written a book called The Five-Day War, correct? That's correct. A- and this book is fiction, nonfiction, based on true events. How would you describe the category that this book belongs in? Well, well, first of all, it's a fiction. It's a novel, my first novel. But it is based upon a true f- event. About 20 years ago, I, amazingly, I received an invitation from the Saudi Arabian ambassador in Washington inviting me to become chief of colorectal surgery in the Air Force Base Hospital in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, here I was, president of the OU, one of the leaders of APAC and leading and running my pro-Israel PAC, HuffPAC. And I thought it was guys were playing a joke on me. But then I realized why they sent it to me. They needed a colorectal surgeon. They couldn't get one. And they hired a uh, firm in Dusseldorf, Germany, to to search out, and they got rid of all the Jew- Jewish names on from the societies of uh-huh. colorectal surgeon. But Gantro is not a really a Jewish name; it's more Russian, Gantro. Right. So I got this invitation. Of course, I laughed. I showed it to people, and you know, I discarded it. But for 20 years, it bothered me. What would have happened? Had I not had a family, no children, no grandchildren, obviously, and I was willing to give up my life for, for Klai Yisrael and Medina Yisrael, and I accepted this, and I worked for the Mossad. So I kept putting it aside until three years ago. It was bothering me so much. I said, you know what, I have some extra time on my hand. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to write a novel. I, I didn't know what it, how this would turn out, but Baruch Hashem, it uh, it's a novel that uh, sticks. It's not a halachic book, obviously. It's not a safer, but it sticks to uh, Jewish tradition and halacha as much as you know a novel could. And it 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 involves a, a young uh, 
a young colorectal <laughs> surgeon. Understood. It's a 300-page book published by Penn Oaks Publishing, and now I get it. It's the uh, a real recruitment letter and then the fictional account of what might have happened if this Orthodox Jewish Zionist leader would have accepted the offer. Uh, exactly. and, and just going back for a moment to the quote-unquote true part of the story, uh, what, what, what would have happened, and again, obviously it wouldn't have been a Jewish surgeon, etc., but for the person they were looking for, they literally wanted to take somebody from their home base, let's say the United States, for instance, from a United States hospital, and, and have them essentially work for the Saudi government, right? That's, that's a- exactly. exactly. The, the Saudi Air Force Hospital in the middle of Riyadh is a general hospital. It's over a 1,000 beds. It's, it's a very well-established hospital. But they do not have, and if you look on the Internet, even till today, they're still looking for a colorectal surgeon. <laughs> and so uh, you would go there, and you would, you know, they, many of their chiefs of, of departments are American-trained, Mayo Clinic, Oxford Clinic, and so on. So they were looking for some, a young fella who, uh, didn't, who just started out in practice, and they were offering a three-year contract, with tremendous benefits and, and uh, profit-sharing and pensions and travel and vacations and anything you wanted to be able to come to Saudi Arabia. Unbelievable. Dr. Mendy Gantra with us live via telephone. The book is called The Five-Day War. Why is it called The Five-Day War? Well, the, that, that's a very good question. It, it, actually, it's in contradistinction to the Six-Day War, right. but... The um, our hero, uh, when he gets to Saudi Arabia, uh, the um, it, w- within four months, the the prince who's who's next in line for the throne of his ali- of the ailing king ruptures his colon, and he saves his life, and uh, he becomes not only his his uh, doctor but his confidant and friend, and through a series of events of events which people are going to have to read about. Um, he is able, able to to uh, turn over to the Israelis information that forces the Saudis and all the Sunni nations to join in a in an alliance with Israel in an attack against Iran to dis- a stealth attack against Iran to destroy their nuclear and uh, their missile uh, capabilities. And this war is over in five days, and the resulting war. And the victory changes the entire face of, of the uh, Middle East, politically, culturally, economically. There's no more Hamas. There's no more Palestinian Authority. Uh, it, it is, uh, and there is a, a, a unity, and it is based upon something that's real that I never knew about until I did research for the book, and that is the Paris Agreement of 1919 between Chaim Weizmann, who was then uh, the head of the Zionist organization, and Amir Faisal, who was the son of King Hejaz, who was later the king of uh, Syria and and, um, Iraq, in which on August, on January the 3rd, 1919, they signed an agreement in Paris known as the Paris Treaty in which the Arab world invited Jews to come to immigrate to Palestine and to help their Arab neighbors economically and to work together in peace. And and anyone will read this and and delve a little bit into the Paris Agreement, you can see that this is the basis for a future 
peace between the Arab world and Israel. And to wit, you see that Bahrain, Bahrain, now, I just saw last night, they've invited uh, the uh, Hampton community to come visit them. They're, probably by the end of the year, they're going to recognize Israel. Uh, there's many, many activities taking place just below the surface between Saudi Arabia and uh, Israel. And I mean, I myself have been um, have met with the president of of Egypt and the King of Jordan, two kings of Jordan, and Morocco. Um, so the, the the future is based upon a concept uh, that was first laid down in 1919 uh, by the Treaty of Paris. Do you think the Saudi king today is going to hear about your book? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Either he's going to hear about it, or he's going to send a hit squad for me, but. You'll be the Salman Rushdie of today, huh? <laughs> Dr. Mendy Gantra with us live via telephone. Not kidding around when I ask you this question. You have so much experience. I mean, you, you sat in the halls and walked the halls of Congress God knows how many days of your life. Um, did that experience help in writing the book, knowing all you know, so many of the diplomatic channels in Washington, D.C.? And, you know, I love, I love people who well, uh, carve out a beautiful story. But when I write that, you know, that you're in the Oval Office, I've been to the Oval Office a number of times, and I, we've met, as you know, with almost every president until Obama, uh, many, many, many times in, in Blair House and, and in, the, uh, in, the, in the offices around the, the Oval Office. And in Congress, I used to walk, because for 21 years I, I was in charge of I founded the Hudson Valley PAC. It was the largest pro-Israel PAC in, in the United States. I raised, helped raise millions for pro-Israel candidates. And as president of the OU and sitting on the Jewish agency and in the president's conference, uh, we traveled. Uh, I, I had the opportunity, Baruch Hashem, to travel the world on behalf of, uh, of the Jewish community and, and uh, a, a strong U.S.-Israel relationship. Every, all of these experiences came in, in other words, I felt, as I wrote about the Oval Office, I closed my eyes, I remember sitting outside the Oval Office waiting to be called in, uh, the majority leader, the, the king in, in Jordan, and so on. Um, so, uh, yes, the answer is it definitely had a positive effect, uh, impact, to be able to put the story together. I didn't have to start imagining, gee, what is it like to sit outside the Oval Office? Yeah, unbelievable. That was quite a career, and had a feeling that those experiences would certainly uh, help with the book. Uh, some some interesting people have read the book already. What did Alan Dershowitz tell you about it? Alan Dershowitz wrote um, that he, he he wrote the following. If I could read it, sure. he says, first time novelist crafted in an exciting adventure based on an actual invitation. It is a well-written story based on Gancho's uh, pro-Israel activism and serious research into the modern Arab-Israel and Sunni-Shina conflicts. Uh, it's a sense of realism brings the characters alive in this fast-moving epic. I just read your part of it. Yeah. I think the nicest, uh, Mort Klein, yeah. Uh, wrote uh, he's the president of the ZOA. He wrote in his fast-paced book. He uh, may well be reading tomorrow's Mideast headlines today. Oh, if uh, if only art really did imitate life, huh? He says Gancho's novel is of the highest caliber of historic fiction. 
He shows an insider's knowledge of the Arab Islamic war against Israel. He, uh, his understanding of the intricacies and complexities of evolving U.S.-Israel relations, aspect of Arab-Israel relations, and of Jewish groups involved in these issues, were as, as informative as a high-level seminar at a top think tank or university. Read this book now before you have read it in your newspapers and internet and TV news. <laughs> you know why? Because Mort's just happy with the ending, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mort, Mort's a tzaddik, and uh, you know, I love him. He's really a... You, you, know, g- you get rid of... You get rid of... You get rid of... His mind you, and, get, uh, you get rid of Iran... You get rid of Iran's nuclear power in a novel? Believe you me, that's good enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> and Rabbi Hire wrote a beautiful uh, dedication, and uh, President Richard Stone, who used to be sure. the, president, uh, the chairman of the conference, Conference's the president wrote a, a dedication. They all read the novel. So, uh, you know, I, it's, it's, um, I'm very pleased that we got such wonderful pre-publication. It just came out last week. It's on Kindle and, and soft-covered at Amazon, and probably in about 10 days, two weeks, it'll be hard-covered. There you go. All right. Uh, I look forward to reading it. Dr. Mendy Gantrow, the book is called The Five-Day War. Uh, check it out, everybody. Based on real life, uh, at least one real life event, the uh, incredible recruitment letter that, that, that Dr. Gantrow got as a young colorectal surgeon. Uh, and then, of course, the novel is based on what might have happened if he would have accepted that position. Um, I thank you very much for joining us. Mazal Tov on the book. Should we take a second to say hi to all your grandchildren who are listening right now? <laughs> I hope they are. Well, most of them in school, as you know, my one grandson that you know very well, Joan, is in the Karen, is in the Yeshiva Chalavim, right. you know, with a seagull. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, I, I hope they're all listening or paying attention to the Rebbe. Yeah, no question about it. One of those two they should certainly be doing. I wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Best to the entire Gantrow family, and good luck with the book, Doctor. Thank you very much. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Bezrat Hashem. Dr. Gantra is amazing. Great man. And uh, out with a fun book. I know. <laughs> I don't know how I can call it fun when it ends with a war, but I'm telling you, it sounds like a great premise and a very exciting tale. Thursday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM.